Welcome to In the Cloud. I'm Hillary Kennedy, and joining me today is Mudu Sudakar, the CEO of iSera, which offers solutions for IT, HR, customer service, facilities, and cloud operations of companies, businesses, and organizations. Now, AI is crucial not only to short-term survival, but to staying on top in the marketplace and then expanding into the future. Now, the burning question isn't whether to embrace the technology, but how to go about it. So Mudu is here to give us his expert insight on where things are headed. Thank you so much for joining us, Mudu. Thank you, Heather. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Okay, let's jump right in because you have said that there is no way as an investor that you will write a check for compute or storage. So in your mind, what makes a technology that's worth investing in? Look, I, I mean, look, I'm, when I was making the statement, I'm trying to be make people think proactively, right? So you're in the age of 2021. What's happening today from an investor's perspective or entrepreneurs, the trains that are leaving the station or left the station is cloud, right? Cloud is with Amazon, Azure, Google. They are bigger than most countries in the planet. So that is, it's already like a trillions of dollar business. So if you're not a cloud company, you're not a SaaS company, you should not be investing in buying hardware storage for all the stuff that's going on. Right? I mean, people don't buy it. Like, do you buy storage? You're putting your pictures on the cloud. You're putting your music on the cloud. Imagine how you are running your day-to-day -day life. You're putting your iCloud, your iPhone, everything is in the cloud, right? So there's no reason enterprise should be buying a storage and managing that. It should be given to these three vendors, right? So that's what I mean by when I talk about storage. Same thing is going to happen in the customer service side, right? Where I would like to invest is going to look automate customer service. You're not going to have people, human beings trying to solve the problem for you. You want AI to do it for you, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have a problem in the middle of the night during COVID, I mean, you don't want to talk to me. You want to talk to, you just want to get the job done. You'll type something and you want that, right? So the experience <laughs> is going to change the game. So that's where you saw Zoom really perfected it. Microsoft Teams, Slack. So employees are asking Zoom-like experience, Team-like experience to get their job done in customer service. Absolutely. Well, so as companies are looking at a timeline to come back in the office, if they haven't already, since so many people have been working from home, do you think this is going to change the workflows for larger companies? It will. I think there'll be new normal. At least we are seeing in the uh, Silicon Valley, uh, many of the officers like Salesforce already announced that people can work permanently from remote. They don't have to come to the offices anymore, right? So what will happen is once you're remote, how do you go to an IT person? You need an IT help. You need laptop help. You need VPN help. You want to connect to some uh, uh, access to Adobe, ServiceNow, Salesforce. So all those requests will go remotely. Use the software technology to do the 80, 90% of common repetitive tasks. When you really need a human being, human being will come on the call. You know what I'm saying? And that will be a new norm. So this is going to disrupt the IT industry uh, for that has been going on for the last 20, 30 years. So next 10 years will be, a, I call it a golden age. Look, always when some calamity happens in America, we come out together. We create a new normal. This is going to be a new normal post-COVID. Right. I, I agree. So do you think that companies will seek to keep their high-value assets off the cloud for security purposes? Or will the economies of scale just push everything into a cloud remote setting regardless? My personal opinion is everything should move to the cloud. Just because it's high risk, you should not keep in your cloud because you can't trust the people who are managing your data center. See, good employees, where will they go to? I mean, will you be able to attract better talent than Amazon, Azure, and Google to run your uh, data center? You won't. So all the top people who are coming out of the colleges, universities, imagine the next crowd millennials, where are they going to? They'll be going to the cloud company. So if you are running your own data center with high value risk, you are at more risk. You go and get hacked by your 
cyber hackers. So if I have a high risk, I would actually go to the cloud than keep it in my own data center. That's my opinion. Well, so let's talk a little bit about AI because the paradox in the AI world is that AI-based assistants, as they get better, like you mentioned, they run the risk of ultimately making obsolete the workers that they're meant to help. So do you see that as a risk or do you see that as an opportunity? It's an opportunity to me. I'll tell you why we started the vision of my company three years back, right? Look, um, the people who do the service agent, right? You talked to, heard about call centers. So I don't know, Heather, if you've been visited any call center. I visited many call centers over the years. Um, and the call centers could be in India, China, Philippines, Costa Rica. And on the average, throughout the world, there are like around millions of people in call centers, right? And these number of people, they get maybe average five, even below $10. They don't even get minimum wage up in America. So these call center people are making so they actually want to move up in their career, right? They want to go to Dallas. They want to go to Disney World. They want to Florida. They want to have a better quality of life for them. So I think, and they want to also better uh, work-life balance, right? So they want to move up their career. So I think by automating common repetitive tasks for IT customer service, you empower these citizens across the world to move up in their lives. So it's they actually want AI to help so that they can move up their careers. So AI well, is an assistant for them. That's really kind of my, one of my next questions. I want to follow up on that because how do you think AI will help those people move up on their careers? Is it just cutting out those mundane tasks, you know, gives them an opportunity to focus on other things and move up more quickly? That's right. So I think let's talk about that. Like, let's say if you're doing password reset for somebody, you don't want to be doing a resetting password on your laptop. If that is automated, that person will focus on more higher value. Like, hey, how do I reset software? Or maybe how do I bring up software? So they, their IQ level, their the, the task that they do is so intellectually challenging, they keep them in the game, right? See, mm -hmm. if you give somebody same repeated tool, a dumb job, they won't like it, right? And nor can you keep, if they are intelligent enough, they won't stay in the job. So attrition will be very high. So right. either way, so if you start giving them higher, they also want to give them the programming job, give them the software job, give them the higher stuff to do so that the common items are done by the AI tool. Well, how will the demand for personalization kind of take the evolution of chatbots to the next level? Very good question. So think of like what Google and Amazon have done, right? Like look at Facebook in a way. It's scary. Like Facebook could predict who is going to vote. They could change the behavior. You saw what happened through our politics in the U.S., right? So mm -hmm. I think the personalization will come to enterprise. So if I know you are Heather, I know what your habits are, what you are looking for. I only present those things that you are interested in. What are people similar to Heather are doing out there, right? Hey, Heather likes these type of services. Does she want Salesforce? Does she want Microsoft? Does she want Amazon? So presenting the right solution to your needs and what you like, your preferences will make you more interested. If I present you something that you don't use, you'll feel like, hey, why are you talking to me, right? So the AI has to become personalized. It has to be user behavior also. It needs to understand your behavior, right? It needs to understand your sentiment. Uh, if you say you don't like it, how are you expressing your thoughts? So personalization behavior will become the core of the chat interfaces. Do you think it will be nearly impossible at some point to tell the difference between human and artificial intelligence? And how far off do you think we are from that? No, I don't think it would be, um, uh, you can tell the difference. Like today when I see it with our customers, right? Um, if you look at the customers that we have from uh, various uh, walks of life from enterprise customers like we have people like McAfee, we have customers like Autodesk, we have customers like Amgen. So if I look at New Jersey Transit, 
and the wide range of customers. Uh, the AI solution today, when it resolves a request, you can't tell many times it's human versus AI is actually typing behind the scenes. So you don't know behind the curtain, it's a human typing or AI is typing. But sometimes when the dialogue flow in a conversation, you could tell it sometimes it could be AI or not today. But I think in the trend on natural language processing and AI is going to form in the next few years, I think AI system will come, will mimic as close to a human um, and from any, from any language. Uh, I'm using the word English, but it could be English, it could be local language. Um, it'll come to a point, it'll be very close to what the human is doing today. It's already there, it'll get better. It'll continue to get better in the next 10 years. So as it continues to get better, how do you think this will change our relationship with how we think of AI? Because there's a lot of different opinions about it. I know, so in my opinion, there are world out there, people think it's going to be like the Terminator, uh, right, uh, <laughs> Skynet. I, I don't believe that far will happen, but I think that's more for a society and for regulators and politicians to form some boundary conditions. They mm -hmm. should give us a sandbox to play with under the law of the land and the legality. But within that thing, technology innovation, they should allow to invert because it only make the society better, right? It will move people to do higher level functions, higher value add so that we all can enjoy life with families and time, right? You don't want to repeat the thing, uh, manually doing same things. Uh, so I think, I feel that it has to be done. I feel that you just have to put the conditions, but I don't think AI is at a point where it's going to be, can be destroy lives yet. Right. Well, so when we went to work remotely, there was a very quick demand to automate call centers and heavy pressures on organizations. But now as we're kind of exiting the pandemic, do you think organizations are going to double down on conversational AI or do you think they're going to kind of back away from it a little bit? They're going to double down. Look at, if you go to a CFO and if he has already invested in this and not, that, that it's like you can't go and say, give me extra $10 million so that I'm going to put humans behind the curtain and I want to do things manually, right? Even if you do manually, your response times are bad, your productivity of the users are bad, right? Uh, so I think AI will continue to increase more. The adoption will increase. Right, it's safe. I don't know about your home, uh, Heather. In my home, my kids use Alexa, right? Uh, what is Alexa to tell the temperature, do the homework, play the music? Same <laughs> thing. Community is going to be like another Alexa in your enterprise. Has to. So the key is at the boardroom, they've already made the decision. What I need is the CIOs and the, those are next IT leaders. They need to make a bet because at the CEO level, board level, CFO level, there's a penetration, there's an interest. Now the next level of people have to make a bet. The journey should be, make a bet. Look, we came out of 100-year pandemic. We, we have not seen what happened with COVID. So let's, life is too short for us to not to make a bet. Let's make life better for everybody. Absolutely. I love your attitude. You've got such a positive attitude. It's been fantastic. Mudu, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your insight. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's a pleasure to do more of these things. I appreciate it. I'm Hillary Kennedy, and that wraps this episode of In the Cloud.